Have any of you seen this uh, some e card online? I wish I could set my clock forward eight months to when the election is over. <laughs> Anyone else tired of the presidential race already? Maybe you have been for several months. The debates have been filled with so much anger and egos and name-calling and attack ads. I read recently, I read an article recently that even though people are caucusing for them, no one seems to like the frontrunners very much. Uh, it almost makes me wonder if in, in November, the, you know, we're going to be voting for the lesser of two or three evils. Uh, somebody on, on a, a Facebook page that I follow recently asked, who would be your favorite slate of nominees from literary characters. Let's, let's set aside the, the whole presidential rate. If, if you could have any character from a novel or from a movie uh, to be the, the, the presidential and vice presidential candidates, who would they be? Here are some of the ones that they came up with. Jean Valjean from Les Miserables and Albus Dumbledore from Harry Potter. Aragorn and Gandalf from The Lord of the Rings. And my personal favorite, the, talk, the valiant talking mouse Reepicheep and the great lion Aslan from the Chronicles of Narnia. How would you like to have them as president and vice president? Maybe this November we should all write in Jesus. <laughs> After all, he is the king of kings and the lord of lords. And yet he doesn't lord it over his subjects. Instead, he gave his life for us. What if we truly lived like Jesus is in charge of our lives, our nation, and our world? Jesus came to be a different kind of king. When he fed 5,000 people with two fish and five little barley loaves of bread, they wanted to take him by force and make him their king. They said, hey, everybody, free lunch. Let's elect him. But Jesus slipped away from them. He wanted no part of it. When he arrived at Jerusalem, he wept over the city. He said, if you had only known on this day what would bring you peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. He chose to ride into the city on a donkey rather than a war horse because he came in peace. The people welcomed him by laying palm branches on the ground, spreading their cloaks on the road, and waving palm branches. This was actually a national symbol for the Hebrew people. Uh, in the book of Maccabees, it talks about that they, wo they waved palm branches in victory when they celebrated the end of an oppressor who had desecrated their temple. When he was finally got, killed and gotten rid of, and they ha actually had their own rulers in place for the first time in hundreds of years, this is what they used to celebrate. And so when the people picked up palm branches when Jesus came into town. This was like waving a national flag. 
And they shouted out, Hosanna! Blessed is He who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. That was actually a quote from Psalm 118. If you have your Bibles with you, I invite you to look that up or uh, grab the, the Pew Bible in front of you. You'll find it on page 957. Verse 25 and 26 is where it says, Lord, save us. Lord, grant us success. But the word there, Lord, save us, save us is in Hebrew is actually Hosanna. A lot of times we think of Hosanna as a word of praise. Kind of like, yay, Jesus! But it actually means, save us, Lord. O Lord, grant us success. What success do we want Jesus to give us? What success do we want at school, in our career? What success do we want for our presidential candidates? Or success over an illness or cancer or against our enemies? Sarah recently got some uh, stemless wine glasses with Irish phrases on them. And one of them says, Here's to the health of your enemies' enemies. <laughs> Wouldn't we all like our enemies' enemies to be strengthened? The Jewish people wanted a Messiah who would rescue them from their Roman oppressors. They had been under the boot of one empire after another. Egypt, Babylon, Persia, Greece, and now Rome. In the movie Son of God, which came out a couple of years ago, Barabbas, who was later arrested for murder and for trying to start an insurrection, when Barabbas saw Jesus coming into Jerusalem, he cried out, Messiah, save us from the Romans, Lord! But Jesus stopped him with a hand and a soul-piercing look. And Peter said, We come in peace, Barabbas. Because all of the Roman soldiers standing nearby had their hands on their swords. Jesus had come to, with his disciples to Jerusalem for the Passover feast, along with a huge crowd of people. Psalm 118 was normally sung at Passover and other Jewish festivals. It starts off by saying, Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. As Denny noted when he read it this morning, it was probably the last song that Jesus and the disciples sang after the Passover meal, before they went out to the Garden of Gethsemane. Later on in verse 27, the psalm says, The stone that the builders rejected has become the capstone or the cornerstone. The builders, the religious authorities and powerful officials, rejected Jesus. They saw him as a threat to their power who needed to be removed. But now, he has become the most important stone in the building. 
the one that holds the arch together, the one on whom everything else is lined up and built upon. Jesus is the one who has come to save the world, including us. We ask God to save us from danger, disease, and our own darkness and despair. Andrew Peterson has a song called Hosanna. He speaks in that song about his own struggles. I am tangled up in contradiction. I am hunted by the hounds of addiction. I have run from the one who would save me. Save me, Hosanna. Oh, Hosanna. But later in the song, he praises Jesus for what he has done. You have crushed beneath your heel the vile serpent. You have carried to the grave the black stain. You have torn apart the temple's holy curtain. You have beaten death at death's own game. Hosanna, oh Hosanna, hail the long-awaited king. Come to set his people free. We cry, oh Hosanna. Won't you tear this temple down? Raise it up on holy ground. Oh Hosanna. I will lift my voice and sing. You have come and washed me clean. Hosanna. The song kind of pulls together all of the events of Holy Week. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, many people went out to meet Him. Dismayed, the Pharisees said, Look how the whole world has gone after Him. Palm Sunday was just the beginning of the world welcoming Jesus as King. Today's reading in Seek God for the City says, More than anything else, Palm Sunday was a day in which God revealed His Son. It stands as a fact behind us, but it also looms large and beautiful before us as a promise of Christ's visitation. The booklet invites us to pray, Jesus, you have come not by campaign or conquest. You come in the name of of the everlasting God to be our King. You are the Lord. Be welcomed in our city in the same way you were received on Palm Sunday. Do great things, wondrous things in our city. Act in answer to prayers in your name. Heal, restore, and reconcile. Make people different in ways that defy simple explanations. Move in ways that are open and public, that cannot be dismissed. Bring about a groundswell of open praise. And may the peace of your kingdom in our city be as great as your glory in heaven. Even so... Come, Lord Jesus. Hosanna. Save us, Lord. Amen.